Age 16 already as the morning show continues here on KDAL. Neil Atkins joining us as he does every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the 8 o'clock hour. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, David. How are you this morning? I'm hanging in there. How about you? Well, you know, I'm here. Good. uh, I was over there, but now I'm here. I was up over the hill, and I'm down close to the lake. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Yeah. And we have uh, one of our city council candidates yes, with us. Yes, brought a guest. That's great. Ginka Tarnowski. She's Hi. running for city council out in the 5th District. Hi, everyone. My well, my voice sounds a little bit different today because I've been sick, and now I sound like a tenor. So. Well, and, <laughs> and that's always bad during a campaign. Yeah. Oh, it, horrible. Talk, talking through a filter doesn't help either. But no. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, you well, sound very she, good. So. She's Thank being you. good. Yeah. She's wearing a mask. She doesn't. Yeah. She did not have the COVID, so yeah, that's, that's good. I she just want to make sure no one <laughs> yeah. gets else gets it. My fiance had it for three days, and I'm oh, still on no. day ten. Well, we had we had some junk too, and it was uh, not. You know, it's after this whole three years ago <laughs> with the uh, COVID plague and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. If you sneeze, you cough. People are still kind of looking at you like, "Whoa, oh, what's yeah. your story?" You know, that's right. So. Uh, so, Gika, how's the campaign going? It's uh, it's going well. I've been hearing from a lot of people the last 10 days. I haven't been hearing from a lot of people, but my fiancé, the taller half, um, has been door knocking for me, and I've had friends who've been door knocking for me as well. Um, but they have been hearing the same things. Of there needs to be change. There needs to be new blood on the council. Sure. Um, and uh, someone that's willing to listen. So it's... I, I'm very thankful to have those people who've been helping door knock for me while I've been very sick. Sure, sure. Well, that's that's a whole a part of the campaign. Right. I know yeah. one time when I when I was running for the council, it was this time of year. It was getting closer. It was like the first weekend in November for the election, and it was cold and blustery, and it was there were snow flurries, and I had a sinus infection. Ooh. My eyes were almost swollen shut. I'm wrapped up as best as I could, and we we're all going door-to-door, passing out literature, and I had about 15 people with me doing it. It was one of the most miserable days I, yeah. I had, yeah. but uh, so it happened. The weather... If you get sick, it yeah. doesn't matter. In a campaign, right. you got to no. get out there and somehow do the deal. And if you get people helping you, it, that's all the better. Yeah. Just, just for your tenacity, you probably picked up five or ten votes. I think yeah. I, I did, and then uh, <laughs> I and won that race too. So well, right, it, it paid off. But yeah. now you were out campaigning in the summer and all the oh, hot weather. Too. All the hot weather, <laughs> and, and like it just doesn't stop. And uh, my my rule is if I have a fever of a hundred and two. Or higher, I don't door knock. I just uh, that just seems very silly and yep. makes it longer for me for getting better. No, you got to take care of yourself first, and then well, as long as you got people there. to do that, yeah, for I, you, hand out the literature. There you go. Yeah, my my fiance David, another David. Well, how about that? Whoa, okay. um, has what a been... difference a Dave makes. That's what <laughs> yeah, I yeah. When in doubt, have a Dave. <laughs> that's for sure. So now, Ginka, do you have a little website or something that we can find you at? I do. It's voteginka.com. I'm the only politician who has the name Ginka, so I have the most simple <laughs> website. G-I-N-K-A. Yep. yep. And then vote. V-O-T-E. V-O-T-E. There you go. Google that, and I bet it'll show right up immediately. It will. I think right. she's the only Ginka in the U.S. Yeah. running for office. So. <laughs> Perfect. So, so now you, you're hearing people want change. What are some of the biggest issues that you're hearing from people as you're door knocking? Oh, uh, so one of the biggest issues that I hear, it, it's the making sure that people can build what they want to build on their property. Mm-hmm. Um, one of 
the things uh, most recently has been uh, about a garage. This woman's had this garage for years. It's falling apart. She needs to redo the garage, start from scratch. Um, but because it was grandfathered in, they would have to say, the city would say that she couldn't build this garage because it doesn't meet the new requirements of the UDC, which is really unfortunate because she bought this house having it being grandfathered into the system. Uh, mm-hmm. And in, in my eyes, I am just like, okay, how can we help? How can we make sure that this woman doesn't have to go through all these hoops, spend so much money to just have a garage? And it's just saying, hey, well, you were grandfathered in. You can build the same exact garage as before Mm -hmm. or just radically change the UDC and making sure that that people who have houses that have been grandfathered in, which is so many and so many apartments that have been grandfathered in, that if we don't allow people to kind of ignore the UDC and say, hey, we need to make sure that people are able to keep these houses. Well, there is a process. There is the Board of Zoning right. Appeals yeah. that you can go to. And if they turn it down, then they can appeal it to the city council. And when I was on the council, I was on the same page as you. Yeah. You have an old garage that's uh, 80 years old, and it's it's maybe it's too close to the alley because that's how they built them back then. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, they'd turn them down. And we'd over at times, we had enough votes on the council to override the Board of Zoning Appeals and let the person logically build the garage instead of building it right up on literally on their doorstep of their back door of their house and that's what some of these people they were requiring so we we felt at times that the city code was was unfriendly to the average resident that's kind of where common sense comes in you know yeah and it's really expensive as well and if you are on a fixed income which a bunch of older people are they can't do all these extra different things to get the permission to build what they can build on their property so, oh, I, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. So you're hearing that. Uh, I suppose streets are coming up. Yeah, streets have come up. I think it was really funny because uh, during, not funny, in a ha-ha way, but right, right. ironically, um, when I was talking about streets during the DNT and Chamber of Commerce uh, forum, they talked about, th- that was a question, and I talked about how we need to focus what's underneath the streets as well. Um, and while I was talking about that, three water mains on that day, I think, broke. And then there was a fourth one the next day. So four water main breaks in within a week, within a week in Irving community uh, broke. And so people were out of water for three days. Um, and so that's been one of my big things that I've been focusing on. And I've seen a lot of people change their stances towards my stance, which I'm like, eh, if you want to change your stance to something that is productive for the city government yep. and spending money wisely... Let's do it. Um, so I, I think that's really cool to see that people have been changing their answers that Good. go towards more more of what I've been saying. Well, the infrastructure is a big issue, and I know the uh, uh, if a street needs the total redo, especially with the the utilities and everything, you got to do it. And there are some streets that don't need that, and of course you got potholes, so you try to do an overlay on the ones that work, and then a- address those streets that that really need it. And, of course, there's more emphasis 
that needs to be done on that. And you know, Duluth's an old, an old city. I mean, you've got streets out there that were built in the late 1800s. Yeah, they're a little bit older than me. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're older than all of us, even Dave and I. Oh, I hope not. Dave, I thought you were 29. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're, you got my boat, even though I live in Superior. Uh, we're both, are you going to move over? <laughs> yeah, you still have time. You still have time. Yeah, there you go. So, Ginka, uh, any other things going on? Uh, uh, now there's been some forums, and I've, there's been some endorsements, and I see not your opponent, but um, uh, there's an organization out there for uh, the uh, uh, Socialist Democrats or Democrats. Oh, we're Socialist. going to this one. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they just came out and endorsed uh, uh, three candidates, not you. And of course, they're standing up for Palestine and uh, the terrorism that's going on over in Israel and so on. And uh, all of a sudden, those candidates, yeah. two of those candidates started speaking out, saying how they stood with Palestine. Now, here we are in Duluth. One of the candidates did say, mm-hmm. she said, wait a minute. I'm talking about streets and all that, yet. Right. I'm not talking about Israel and Palestine. That's not my job. And uh, so, the state idea. DFL chair, I think, had a, a comment this morning too. Did they? What, what this? Uh, well, they, I, I would have to find. Okay, it, why don't you yeah, find he, it? But could anyway, I yeah. so, give you, you my statement? That. Sure. Okay, so I posted this on Facebook. So again, been horribly sick. Um, it says, I don't think I need to needed to write a statement about the attacks on Israel because terrorism is never justified. But here we are. There is always more, and it's always worse. Babies taken away from their cribs, reports of children being burned alive, beheaded videos, beheading videos. Hamas is a murderous terrorist organization whose actions have no justifications, none. When presented with the opportunity to, get, to condemn terrorist attacks without reservation, Wendy, Jenna, and Miranda chose instead to try to say they sympathize with both sides. Stop. It's unhealthy. It's unproductive. I teach children not to be happy with hurting other people or helping their friends hurt other people. Eric Forsman made the right statement, the only appropriate statement you can make in the wake of such a horrific act. Duluth needs a council which works on real issues affecting Duluthians, not a council which will spend the next four years voting on symbolic Israel, anti-Israel resolutions. The choice this election cycle is clear. Thank you, Genka. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw I saw Eric's uh, statement yesterday. <laughs> We're going to let you clear your voice there for Thank a minute. You. We're going to go and get a little uh, a little uh, a payment here due to the station. So we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. More of the morning show. Eight twenty six now at KDAL. Back to the KDAL morning show. Coming up on 8.30 already, the morning show going strong here on uh, KDAL. Neil is here. I'm here. is here. Yep. Dave, Dave Strandberg. Dave, Your headphones you working? You're not even putting them on. So well, I know, but I can hear you not? with Automot. Oh, all right. But we don't have any callers calling in, do we? No, not, okay. uh, not yet. We have a uh, city council candidate for the 5th di- District, Genka Tarnowski, with us. And uh, Genka, we were talking about a few things, and of course, uh, there's a this whole issue going on with Israel, you already talked, you made a statement on Facebook. And having been on the council in the past, we dealt with stuff like this yeah. all the time. Uh, putting our nose into things that, you know, it, a gesture maybe, yeah. but now you divide the community even more. You've got a large Jewish community here in the in Duluth yeah. and, and a large uh, secular community. And what are the main issues that people have? You're talking streets, you're talking infrastructure, you're talking... 
loosening up the rules a little bit so you can build your garage or make improvements to your house. Yeah. And th- those are the homespun nuts and bolts issues that city councilors deal with. Yeah, I, I think when we talk about international issues, it's just like we don't have any foot in the game with international issues. We don't have that power. It turns into the symbolic, are we better than this other person? And it's really dangerous, and it, again, really separates us as a, a community. Um, a year ago, I think there was the nuclear, there were people that wanted to ban nuclear weapons, and as nice as that sounds, it's not practical, and we don't have the time to waste on symbolic votes. I got you. Okay, good. That it's interesting how it all goes. I, I've I've seen we've seen this happen before. So other other issues. We've got the convention center in the headlines here. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that one at you. And uh, you know, if your opponent comes back on the show, I certainly will on her. Of course, the city council went on and extended a million dollar line of credit. To the yeah. uh, deck, and then and then um, oh, what's his face decided to fire people. Yep, the uh, Dan Hartman, who's the head of the deck, decided to fire a bunch of people or lay off people, fire them, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and uh, and now the board of directors for the convention center has issued a couple of statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a question whether or not, and I tried to give uh, a couple of people a call on this. Uh, I received information that really the, nobody in the console asked for the financials of the deck to, as they came with the million-dollar line of credit. So, so we I, have issues like that. The, the deck, the, the role the city council has, the deck's an authority. Mm-hmm. Seven of the board members are appointed by the mayor and the city council, and four then, are by the governor. Yep. But the council votes on a line of credit. They vote on loans. They vote on subsidies. They vote on the tourism tax. And the tourism taxes. So, yeah, the oh, Go ahead. Uh, the, Go ahead. the people, the deck gets a lot of money from the city, and I, it takes more than just one person to fail the deck. Um, I, I was reading on, uh, I was reading an article, I think his name is John Magnus. He was the person that um, did a lot of the Two Harbors reporting. Okay. Um, and I was reading that just how Dan Hartman really wants to take back money from, um, like, the haunted ship, which makes so much money for the deck, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is silly. Um, but, again, there, there's so many different people that are involved with the deck that it, it just isn't just one person's fault. Well, they, they have. So it's what, whatever has happened, they'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Apparently, we have a caller here. We do. Hi, who's this? Good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. It's Tom from Port Wayne. Hey, Tom. Welcome aboard. Well, you know, I I agree with uh, the previous statement about a lot of symbolism, but there's also, you know, a point where we weigh into these different subjects, and they might not be uh, all exclusively about the city of Duluth, but the the bigger human family. And on Monday, Neil, I um, advanced to you the idea of, a two-state solution is not a solution at all. And I use the United States as an example. It only works if one state is overwhelmingly larger and more powerful than the second state. And I believe we are on the precipice of uh, the one-state solution being drawn up by the Israeli government. And that's the reason I say that is because 
uh, you know, the leadership in Israel has decided that they are going to uh, make this change a generational change. That generations later, uh, will it will be uh, affected by what they do over the next few days. So, and then in one state solution, one state has the overwhelming power over the second state. And the second state is subservient. It's the only way it works, and I would like to see the idea of a two-state solution finally laid to rest where it should. And I would like to, you know, uh, know how you and uh, the city council candidate feel about a one-state solution or a two-state solution. All right, Tom, thanks for the call. Thanks I appreciate for the call. Yes. Well, now, <laughs> we, get, we get questions, Genka, and... Uh, that's international politics, and no, we banter on this stuff all the time yeah. on, on the station. And, and frankly, I think that you know Israel is a predominant power. Uh, Palestine has not become an independent country. The, Ga- the Gaza Strip is, yeah. is not. And uh, if, if it does down the road become an independent country, that's one thing. But it, it's not. It's part of Israel, literally. Yeah. And so, so there you have it. Mm-hmm. Back, back to Duluth. Yeah, I, I think we need to focus more on Duluth politics. I just wanted to state a statement. That's a sentence. Um, about just how terrorism is wrong and we can't pick sides on how terrorism can be good. Or Well, you know, what's interesting on this whole deal is we saw the issue that happened with ISIS. And yeah. uh, this Palestinian terrorist group, mm-hmm. call it what it is, uh, is acting like ISIS. Now the recent thing that came out uh, overnight is the fact that one of the kibbutz in uh, the portion of Israel that was overrun, they slaughtered all the men, women, and children and babies, de- de- uh, decapitated, cut out the heads of the babies. Oh. And horrible. these are the people that we want to support. Yeah. And the Democrats for Socialist uh, Party out there, the, wherever they're at, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. And those city councilors that are making, candidates that are making statements, uh, I think somebody needs to interview them. We've offered them to come on the show, and they haven't. And okay. there you have it. So, right. and Ginka, we appreciate you coming on. Any other f- further? Uh, do we have to take a break? Or yeah, we'll take another we'll break. Take a break, and then we'll let you f- wrap, wrap things up. up. Okay. okay. Eight thirty-seven at KDAO. This is the KDAO Morning Show with Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. And we are back. The morning show at eight forty now on a Wednesday morning. What is the song? Oh yeah, I play good music. Nice. Yeah. Dave's, uh, Dave is, is the music guru here. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah, he's been in uh, radio for yeah, years. I was playing oldies when they weren't oldies. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so newbies. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so all, hey, all we're new back. stuff. We're back again with uh, city council candidate in the 5th District, Ginka Tarnowski. Now, Ginka, tell us one more time where your website is. It is VoteGinka.com, V-O-T-E-G-I-N-K-A. There you go. Dot and, com. And, the re- and again... I Googled Ginkgo Duluth and it came right up. Yeah. See? Huh? Yeah. Nothing Boy, I'll tell you what you yeah. can do with Uncle Google it. there, yeah, right? Yeah, Uncle Google? Uncle Google. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep that in the back of my head. <laughs> okay. Well, Ginkgo, you've touched on some issues uh, with the city and you think there needs to be change and uh, that's one of the reasons why you're running. And uh, yeah. Any other points you want to make? Um, so if y'all have time today, there is a um, forum with the West, the West Duluth Small Business Club um, at Mr. D's from like 11.30 to 1 p.m. 
Um, the the mayors are going to be there, and then me and my opponents are going to be there, and we're just going to talk about West Duluth, which okay, will be today fun. Today at Mr. D's, all right, the West like Duluth that. Business Club. Yeah, I used to be a member of that. So <laughs> nice. West Good Luth. deal. Well, Genka, hopefully people, I know some people will come. We'll hopefully you all get a little press, so you're getting, the mayoral candidates will be there, and you and your opponent, I suspect. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good luck on the race. And I have one more thing. Yes. Don't be a stinker, vote Ginka. Oh, Whoa, there you go. <laughs> it's the All slogan. Right. It's a slogan, and I love the slogan. <laughs> you got those on signs anywhere? Or? No, oh, but okay, I, I thought of it a little bit while ago after, and I, it's All just right. a fun thing. All hey, right. Thanks for stopping by and get Thank better, you. would you? All I, right. I will try. 842 at KDAO. This is the KDAO Morning Show. Tack it up, tack it up, buddy, gonna shut you I'm going to shut you down. There's shut the down, Beach baby. Boys on KDAO. Hey, I think summer, I think sun, I think fun in the yeah. sun with the Beach Boys. It's all over, sorry to tell you. I know. I summer know. is gone. It is, but it's uh, going to be in the 50s now this well, true. Uh, coming this week. So. But that's actually below normal for this time of year. <laughs> We're supposed to be about 55, and it's going to be around 50. Uh, you just threw water on me again. I'm there, sorry. Dave. Uh, we do have another phone call. Hi, was this? Well, good morning, Dave. Bob oh, Owen Bob, here. how you doing? I just did your thing. I didn't know if you're going to call or not. <laughs> oh, but go right. ahead. Tell it's us fun. about the Duluth Farmers Market. It's on today and again Saturday. It is, and we're not so worried about the weather. As a matter of no. fact, I love the Beach Boys song. We had a very bright <laughs> summer, and actually, believe it or not, the fall crops are coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's going, to be a, it's going to be a good time. We're very fortunate. We've got a covered market. So whether it be this afternoon, uh, again, 2 to 5 or on Saturday, we're not worried about the weather particularly. Yeah. It might be a little interesting harvesting on Friday night, but other, uh, we're going to have product there and so will the rest of our growers. And, you know, we've had a good summer, and we appreciate all that you and Neil have done there. And uh, we're looking forward to still seeing people. It's an opportunity. There still is our summer crops. There's still our fall crops or squash or tomatoes there's just an assortment of beautiful carrots the carrots now are coming in they're nice and sweet uh potato crop is exceptional this fall rain really brought on a lot of really wonderful crops so the word is uh, eat more natural food and this is as natural as you're going to get it's as fresh as you're going to get everything is harvested within 40 miles of loose so it's a uh, a very very wonderful opportunity to improve your diet and thereby improve your health and also your community. So lots of good things going on. The Luke Farmers Market, 14th Avenue, East and 3rd Street. That's this afternoon from 2 to 5. And then on Saturday, big time then, even if it's a little wet, 8 till noon. You so figure they might have some pumpkins there, Bob? Pumpkins. Jeez. Oh, pumpkins. How could I miss that? As a matter of fact, uh, some are real beauties. Oh, boy. And they uh, they look a little different than what's on the street corner because yeah. these are locally grown. There's a beautiful sheen to them, and uh, they really are spectacular and very, very novel. So our growers are bringing in some real interesting stuff for sure. So I got a question for you, Bob. The uh, This guy from Minnesota that, that oh, <coughs> won the contest, 2,700-pound pumpkin, how in the heck do you grow one that big? <laughs> Well, I'm sure he's not going to tell you, and I, I don't know, but I will, I will share this with you. It's kind of interesting. You know, we're so far north. We, 
were at a disadvantage. He was down in what we call the Anoka sand plains. Got real light sandy soil. Uh, that actually accumulates a lot of heat if you got the water. So that that's a pumpkin that's been nurtured through the entire season. It's got great genetics, I'm sure, and he's got a nice prize coming uh, for that pumpkin. But the seeds are what's going to really be valuable because people are really going to be interested in uh, trying to replicate that. Uh, okay, I day. was trying to figure. I saw yeah. he, his prize was thirty thousand, and they said right. that. Uh, the the uh, pumpkin was worth per pound about uh, nine bucks a pound or something like that. But then you you bring up the seeds, so I right. bet you he's going to be selling a lot of seeds. You figure huh? there's a whole lot of seeds in that yeah. pumpkin to sell. Well, that's where the real value down the road wow. is. And there's a little genetic mixing uh, that goes on, so you might not get that twenty seven hundred pound. There's a whole lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But it is amazing in Minnesota that we can outgrow those folks in in uh, California. Isn't that quite incredible? Well, I'll tell you that. I wonder what it cost them to transport it out there. Yeah. You had to bring it to California. Yeah, so you, you can't put it in the back of your pickup. Right. right. You have to have a crane that's to load sure. it and a crane to unload Yeah, that's for that's sure. So. Say, Bob, on uh, apples, uh, how long do you, uh, when you store your apples, I've got a lot of apples that we pick, uh, what's the Great. best way of storing them and how long will they last? Well, you know, they uh, for a locally produced apple, you know, commercially they got what they call hyperbaric chambers where they actually uh, get the oxygen out of the chamber and they, they can store them for a year. But for most of us, you know, three, four months, uh, cool and slightly moist, you store them almost like you'd store potatoes. If you can find a spot that's uh, close to 40 degrees, a little higher humidity, that's the best way to store them. So. Oftentimes with heated homes, that's a little bit of a challenge. You always have the refrigerator, uh, perforated poly bag in the in the refrigerator. You you want them to collect a little bit of moisture, okay. a little higher humidity. So perforated poly in the fridge for most folks is going to be the best. But if you got a cool basement, root storage, uh, can't leave them out the garage too long. They will freeze. But you, people are making little insulated uh, compartments within their garage where they can retain a little bit of heat and drop in maybe a light bulb with a little insulation in a chamber like that. Uh, you can get those 40 degrees where you don't have uh, 20 below in your garage. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's kind of what you're shooting for, and you kind of have to be creative in terms of how you find 40 degrees in about 60% humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Or well, just well, eat them nice. all right now. There you go. Yeah. What now? Yeah. And, and, eat them all right now. You don't have to worry about storing them. Up. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know, so. we, have a, we also have one thing. If I say we got a Salsa Fest coming up next Tuesday where we're going to be taking a look at uh, – uh, just uh, how you could create all these uh, great activity, lots of things to sample, uh, solve the contest. So that's going to be fun. We're just going to make as much out of this season as we possibly can. Sounds good. Bob, thanks. Catch you next, uh, well, Friday, too. There Give us go, a call. Bob. You thanks. guys are fun. All I right. enjoy always the interaction. Local radio, it's the best. Thank right. you, guys. Thanks, Bob. 851 now at KDAL. Eight fifty four now at KDAL. Steve Miller Band flying like an eagle, and apparently oh, uh, the Steve Miller Band is going to be touring with the Eagles. Ooh. So this is kind of cool, I guess. Oh, that's all right. That'd be a good concert. Yeah. Did you go to the Three Dog Night concert? I did not. I kind of wish I did, but I, I hope they had a good crowd. I had, I, I guess they must have. I, 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 I didn't don't know. hear. I, I haven't, haven't heard anybody out there. Yeah. If you went, give us a buzz. Seven two two zero eight three. Thing is, if we don't support those concerts, they won't be coming anymore. This is true. This is true. Good to get out there and, and see them. 
So Friday, uh, Friday, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about the at-large city council oh, race here. Right. There's uh, four people vying for it. For two and, spots. Uh, yeah, for two spots. Uh, there's one incumbent and three <laughs> challengers there, and you get to vote for two people. Ah. But here's the headline. The Duluth News Tribune brings it out today, and uh, the Weekly Reader comes out today there, David. Right. And um, they have a character again of all four councilors running at large, and whoever their artist is, like, the artist is doing a pretty good job here. Oh, is and, that right? <laughs> but the headline is, uh, the uh, the field includes a convicted felon turned addiction counselor, yeah. a realtor, a community organizer, and an economic development specialist. Ah. And the economic development specialist is Eric Forsman, who works yeah. for Minnesota Power. Okay. Uh, and he, that's his role in de- dealing with economic development. He's been on the city council, and he's seeking re-election. And uh, Lynn Nephew is, uh, Lynn Marie Nephew is a realtor, and uh, she's running at large also. And then you have uh, a couple other candidates. You have Miranda Pacheco. She's a person who... Uh, was on the wrong side of the law at one time and yeah. has got her voting rights restored. And she's That's good. an addiction counselor working for a nonprofit out there. And then you've got Jenna Yelke, who works for the um, uh, uh, works for one of the organizations out there uh, as a community organizer for the. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the name of it right oh, now. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't help you. Yeah, it's the Isaac. <laughs> Let's see. Is it the Isaac Walton League? I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm kind of right. looking at the deal here. But in one one of the right. uh, uh, organizations out there. So right. so she's uh, uh, a community organizer and environmental stuff and all that jazz. So, uh, but anyway, they're talking about uh, one, one of the questions here that uh, Pachenko, who is a, a former uh, felon, mm-hmm. said they passed the law so that felons could vote, and now felons can vote for someone who looks like them, also someone they can relate to. Well, that's nice to say, but I, I know people who right. were on the wrong side of the line. By the way, this is not the first time somebody's running for the city council that had been a convicted felon. We have had two past city councilors oh. who uh, that happened to yeah. down the road, but they got their voting rates restored, hey. and, and they didn't run away with the store or anything like there that. So the you point pay is your is debt to society, you, you should debt. be able to get back in. And I, I know some people who went to jail and, mm-hmm. and got out and turned their lives around and, yeah. and uh, were good citizens. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who get... On the wrong side of the law, that go to jail and they keep Stay on repeat, there, right? repeat, repeat. So, but anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about them, and hopefully, we'll be able to get some of those candidates on the ah, show. Very good. Yeah, hey, sure. we got to wrap it up for today, but uh, so. you'll be back again on Friday. We'll come in Friday just because you're here. It's going to be, and everybody neat. else is out there listening. You're going to have to wear a raincoat on Friday. I hear like that. I hear that. Hopefully, rain. you know, I was how scrape- much we're going to get still in question, but it's going to rain and it's going to be windy and blustery right off the yeah, lake. I heard it's like twenty to thirty, yeah. maybe more. As the only good thing is it's not going to be snow so i guess we can be thankful for that well you know i think we're we're a ways away from that but then again i have been wrong uh yeah those are those are the kind of storms that really hit us hard if it's snow remember that halloween storm yeah back with in the heavy winds off the lake it started out as rain but didn't stay that way for we long. were buried for three days out <laughs> yeah, in west Duluth right. before i was able to get out of there well hopefully that'll never happen again this is true. at least not that hope early. for the best yes All right, have a good uh, couple of days. We'll catch you on Friday. We'll get you up to news time with Stevie Wonder.